For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mickey James, and Tommy Dreamer talk about the return of formerly Sasha Banks, now Mercedes Monet at Wrestle Kingdom 17. Also, speaking of Mickey James, we have a sit-down interview with Jordan Grace, who just in a week and a half is going to face Mickey James. That's right. Championship versus career. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Mickey, let me ask you this. You know, we were, we talked a lot about Mercedes Monet, you know, formerly Sasha Banks. And she actually tweeted out, like, her thank yous to the WWE and Triple H uh, yesterday and, you know, and thanked actually Sasha Banks because obviously she's moving on from that moniker. Um, You know, when you look at Sasha Banks and you look at like everything that led up to her leaving uh, the WWE and how she was really trying to build up those tag team championship titles and having a second opportunity to do it. And once again, you know, failing because they just didn't give her the opportunity to do more mm-hmm. with it and her betting on herself. You know, I would think that the safe play would to go back to the WWE because there's always going to be a place for her in the WWE. I mean, this is this is taking a chance going to Japan where, you know, that audience is all about the wrestling. Uh, you know, you said something that I don't think a lot of people really understand or 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 fully really realize and that is she does have a love of pro wrestling. I think a lot of people when they look at a Sasha Banks they think about the flair and the flash and the personality, mm-hmm. but she truly does have a passion and love for this sport. She really does and she studies it and she's a fan of all wrestling like and watches all wrestling. Um and I think that's a testament to her because she always wants to do stay current and do different things, especially. And I think that's, you know, she was able to bring a lot of that style and, and different things and ideas to even WWE. And I'm sure they didn't want to lose her because she is a star and she's a star that they helped mold and create. I mean, she, she like you said, she's been in that system the whole time. But when you feel a bit shackled at times, I think, or if you're feeling unheard or underutilized or maybe not just not put in a position that you see yourself worthy of, I can understand that frustration. And now she has an opportunity to go out and make that and create that for herself. And it gives a unique sense of power, you know, like to be able to do that. And it, she's fortunate enough that like now, hopefully 
you know, she's made great money at WWE. So it's not even about that. It's more about her love for wrestling. And she still has so many opportunities. I mean, like she's done the Mandalorian, she's doing movies, she's doing all kinds of shows and stuff like that now. Um, and has different like business opportunities she's worked. So I feel like it really is about her love for wrestling and her wanting to be able to go out there and put on the type of matches that she wants to put on and do different opportunities because you're right. She could stay in that WWE. She could have stayed in that WWE bubble forever and she would have been fine and protected and she would have always been a star. She's a marquee name, you know? Um, So it's exciting. And I think it's exciting for wrestling and it's exciting for wrestling fans because now there's this opportunity in these matches that they never thought that they would get. There's a possibility of getting those matches, you know? Dave, you never know. I, she could show up and be Soraya's uh, tag team partner. And I mean, and that's a possibility. I mean, that, that's why I really feel next week, next week's dynamite. They're in, they're out in California. They're out in LA. This, uh, you know, this West coast trip for them, you know, and there is that tag team match with, you know, Jamie Hayter, Dr. Britt Baker against Soraya and mystery partner. It could very well be, you know, Mercedes Monet. Yeah. She could show up in Atlanta. I mean, it's sold out, Mercedes. But I'm sure I could find you a seat. Wow. <laughs> so she'd show up there. You just never know. She'd show up anywhere. Dave, anywhere. Um, we were talking about her love of wrestling. I remember this was, man, pre-pandemic when she had left the WWE the first time. And everyone was speculating what she was doing, where she was at. And then all of a sudden I'm at an airport at like 6 AM in Mexico and I see her there. And so we're just talking and I was like, what are you doing here? And she was just like, I'm training. And I was like, what are you training for? She goes, I always wanted to learn like the Lucha style. Wow. And I was just like, really? And I mean, she was totally disappeared from everywhere. This is again, pre pandemic. We were there Mm -hmm. for impact wrestling and I bump into her in an airport in Mexico City. And wow. she was there training on her own dime, doing whatever, you know, hanging out, learning lucha. I mean, yeah. that shows you how much the woman loves professional wrestling. Yeah. Hell, she'll That's be incredible. back in time. She could be back in time for the Rumble. You never you, know. You don't. And and one thing that kind of frustrates Not me. Not unless I'm going to win it. Scott Hall. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you know, you know like. And this is just, again, just conversation and opinions. But, you know, Bully and I were talking a lot about Charlotte on the show yesterday. And I feel like Charlotte's the best right now. I mean, I really do. And, you know, you can even make the case the greatest of all time when you look at, you know, women's wrestling. Sasha was right there. I always said, like, you know, Sasha was, you know, Charlotte's steamboat. You know, when you look at Ric Flair, you know, he had his Ricky steamboat. Sasha and Charlotte were able to to put magic together, but I don't think the WWE looked at Sasha that way. Like, let's face it. I don't know if they really used her, you know, and they really realized how big of a star she really was, or maybe they took that for granted. So I know a lot of fans were like, well, Sasha took her ball and went home. Listen, a lot of star. We saw stone cold do that back in the day as well. And I think Sasha's betting on herself. I, I, I think people kind of forget I think it's good to know your worth. And if yes. you don't feel and if you don't feel that you're being respected, being appreciated, there are options out there and obviously that's exactly what what Mercedes is doing. She's banking yep. on her star power right now. 
and you talk about the Royal Rumble, if you're negotiating with me, if I'm not winning that Royal Rumble, it's a step back for me. She doesn't need it unless she was winning it. Right. And then it's like, oh, I get to go back and main event WrestleMania again when I don't Boom. work for this company, blah, blah, blah. And you all hey, this Wrestle Kingdom show, it's it's a historic show because you got people from WWE, AEW, and New Japan all wrestling on How about that? a card. You have a female representation on yep. the show. You think about how, David, this Wrestle Kingdom started with a conversation because of a wrestle kingdom match it started a conversation between you and bully which yep. helped evolutionize this show and for me i've seen and i've told you this i've seen three perfect matches in the last 10 years and two of them were from wrestle kingdom wow we're what one I of my consider, matches no that would be the third <laughs> one Mickey. no i know the answer there as i'm watching going that's my face curled up. You can't see that on the radio, but my face is snarled up going, what is that? What am I doing? But, uh, what, but, I'm, sa- but I'm saying Mercedes has a chance to go the Jericho route where she can prove everybody wrong, where yeah. she can go and like she can go to New Japan, have banger matches in New Japan where people are like, oh, my God, she's an incredible pro wrestler. And then she could write her own ticket. Like you said, maybe shows up in AEW or maybe goes back to the WWE with a lot more star power and a lot more respect. Look at Cody. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the WWE looks at Cody a hell of a lot bigger and better yep. than they did before him making that you know, that leave of absence where he did ring of honor and he did impact and he did AEW. He's a much bigger star now after leaving the WWE. Yeah. Well, and I hope she does it the Mercedes route, honestly. And like does her, I think we'll still be talking about her. Obviously she's off to a great start this year, but for the rest of the year, because it's their options are really, really endless. And um, like Tommy said, like she's so young. She really is. She's so young. And I think we forget that. So she still has decades if she wants them, you know? So if I could also toot somebody's own horn because she won't do it. Look at the value that Mickey James has had since she left WWE. She was an afterthought. She was an announcer. You, we just said sold out hard to kill. Mickey James is, is a vital part of that. Mickey James returning to the Royal Rumble with the Impact Championship was trending, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. That's because, hey, she went out there, grinded, and made herself a bigger star. Another person, I hate to put him over, but Matt Cardona. It's that time, it, you know, besides, you know, the the money you're making outside of that, you know, bubble, there's more money to be made. There's a lot of people that are making more money than when they were in the WWE. Thank you, Tommy. I'm speaking, not cutting you off. I'm speaking <laughs> out of experience as well. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and it's not a knock against the WWE, but it is. No. And it is, Dave, it's scary. I left when I had uh, two young twins and I was just like, hmm, I just left a four and a half years and I probably still could have been there. Yeah. But I just couldn't take it anymore. Again, different management and I had it made. Mm-hmm. But I wanted I believed I had more value than what they were giving me. And and you mentioned yeah. Matt Cardona. I'll throw another name out there. Gail Kim. 
Like, Gail Kim was not used properly at all in the WWE. But when she left the WWE, I mean, people look at Gail Kim as one of the best of all time. They wouldn't yeah. be thinking that way if she would have stayed with inside that bubble of the WWE. And like you of said, this isn't bubble. a knock of the WWE. But sometimes it goes back, Mickey, to me saying, know your worth. If you know you could do more and do better, why not take that opportunity and do it? Well, you have to be willing to take to bet on yourself. Right. Like, especially if it's something that your heart is saying and you firmly believe in, like, this is not where I'm supposed to be or this is not it's not just about the money. Like, you have to be happy. And if you're unhappy in those situations or you're feeling unfulfilled, whether it be be at the matches or just the lifestyle or whatever it is, maybe it isn't what you thought it was going to be, then you need to go do whatever that is to turn that back around, because no job is worth sitting there being unhappy Monet now being in in new japan with stardom this is a new relationship we're finally like mickey you said before we're having a women's match at wrestle kingdom so you want to make a big splash you want to have star power you want to have a name out there to attract mm -hmm. attention from wrestling fans and sasha banks is a star she's a name everybody is familiar with her and i'm very interested to see where this goes because maybe this goes the way of a Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho bet on himself. He left the WWE. And I think the years that he spent with New Japan and then the years now he's now been with AEW, I really feel like that has really not only revitalized his career, but it's been some of the best years of his career. So, mm -hmm. Mickey, I'm very, very excited to see what Mercedes is going to be able to do with New Japan. Yeah, I know she's going to kill it. Like, I have no doubt about that, you know. I think wherever she goes, she's going to shine. And she probably wants an opportunity to like wrestle. If I know Sasha, if I, if I know Mercedes Monet, she wants to have some awesome matches and she wants to face people she's never faced before because she loves wrestling and she loves being able to put on those different types of matches. So I think she's very, she's got to be very excited about all these new opportunities because she and and I'm sure she could sit there and cherry pick the ones that she wants if she wanted, you know, so it's really exciting. And I think that, um, you know, she's got so many options between acting and wrestling and all, the, you know, everything else. It's it's going to be fun. and It's going to be fun to watch her because she is betting on herself. And forget about I mean, she, she changed her trajectory in her career, her life. She gets to do whatever the hell she wants to do. Yeah. If she wants to wrestle, she doesn't want to wrestle. It's very, very cool that she's doing this. If you look at people who have gone this route, Chris Jericho, Brock Lesnar, and they all were made themselves bigger stars by going somewhere else and are still in the industry yep, pretty yep. much doing what they want to do when they want to do it. As draws, as... As household names. Yeah. She's still so young. Yeah, I know. So it, it's whether she does this for the next five years, she could literally go back to WWE if she wanted to and be like, mm -hmm. hey, I want to do this and this and this. And if not, cool, I'll just keep on doing what I want to do. Right. Because she's experiencing what a lot of people, for a lot of people when they leave WWE at first, it's scary. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And, and I mean, also, I mean, she did come up through the indies, but- it wasn't like, you know, once you're in that WWE system, it's it's a different system. And yeah. she's been in there pretty much her whole career. Yeah. And now it's like you go out there. She's going to be 
she's going to be what she is, the boss. And she's, she's in charge of her own destiny. And yeah. is not like, honestly, if she, or if she went, had one match there, I could go back to WWE and just be like, oh yeah, well, I proved that I was something somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Bank that, uh, back that Brinks truck up. And then on another back thing, it up, is, baby. <laughs> I also say, I kind of feel like out of the, if I could rank the three women from who all came up around that same time, she's number three, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Bailey. Yeah. And then guess what? You just made a move that the other people and you're now proven that you're number one. She main evented frigging WrestleMania. The woman has a resume. That's insane. And this is just the beginning for her. Yeah. I, 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 it's funny because I, if I were to rank it, I would probably put Charlotte at one, Sasha at two. And who knows what we're saying about Sasha Mercedes by the end of this year? Because if she does big things in Japan and then kind of writes her own ticket to wherever she wants to go from there, you know, then she was really doing it in outside of the world of the WWE where, you know, Charlotte, Bailey, and Becky are in that bubble of the WWE, but Sasha's, you know, popped that bubble and been able to go elsewhere that might elevate her to a point, even over a Charlotte, because she's able to do something that the other three can't do. Unlocking the cage with Jimmy Smith, PFL and former WWE announcer Lillian Garcia. You're doing great things with the PFL and so many female fans are watching you and going, man, maybe I could do that. What does that mean to you to be at the forefront of that? I do want to let other women know that they can do this and they can find a space, show up, be dependable. You got to work a little harder, but that's okay. That's what opens doors and breaks barriers. And I'm just really grateful that I can do that. Weekdays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. On the 13th of this month, Hard to Kill, sold out at center stage in Atlanta, Georgia. Our very own Mickey James is putting her career on the line to face our next guest, and that is your Impact Knockouts champion, the one and only Jordan Grace. Thank you so much, champ, for the time this morning. Of course. It did run into my gym schedule, but I'm always happy to talk to you guys. <laughs> Early well, morning workouts are the best. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But this is unique because obviously I know how much the two of you respect one another, and there is a history between you two. But the last couple of weeks on Impact, things have gotten heated. Things have gotten physical. So, Jordan, let me ask you, did you expect 
things to go this way so close to what we're going to see at Hard to Kill? Oh, I think I definitely expected things to get heated. This is this is very personal for both of us. Obviously, uh, I'm the champion. I don't want to lose a championship. And Mickey doesn't want to retire, and she wants a championship. So I expected nothing less, to be honest. But hopefully we can just keep that respect coming into the match. You know, well, I, look, I do. No, I get it. No, I'm. I. It's, she's right. Like there is a lot of passion. Um, you know, this championship means a lot to us both. The Knockouts World Champion. There can be only one. And Jordan, you've been a dominant champion. You've been an amazing champion. I've sat back and, especially leading up to this, watched a lot of your matches. And I just, I know I'm coming in for a war. And, uh, but I hope that you know the same. You know, it's it's. I think it's exciting um, for the fans and, you know, this is what the last rodeo was all about was to get to this moment, to get to the championship. And in that time you've held on to that championship very tightly um, and dominantly. And I respect that. And I respect you. I may have been a little myth, but we can always get our emotions, get the best of us. And that's why I'm glad to have you on for women of Wednesday, because I do want to highlight the fact of what an incredible champion you have been thus far but i just want you to know that i am coming for you in a in a week and a half you know? <laughs> well thank you mickey you know I, I i learned and i watched the best which was one one of you you're just an amazing wrestler and i truly respect you so having this match is gonna it means a lot to me and win or lose i think i win either way to be honest just getting to wrestle you nice. oh thanks We've and never this unique you. matchup because both are beloved by their fan base and like you said, we do have a, a sold out crowd, which is uh, going to be even awesome er, because it adds in that building. If you've never been there before, the acoustics are off the charts. It's uh, almost like a, a pit fight. It's a Spartan Coliseum. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Now, for the both of you going in as fan favorites, um, I look at this where it's interesting because, again, Jordan, if you win, you retire. A, a legend, a living legend. Um, and I know, I don't think the fans are going to turn on you. Uh, and then Mickey, if you start feeling yourself like, because Jordan is stronger, we both, and she hit, I've wrestled with both of you. She hits harder. Um, if you like, it, it's hard because you don't want, you want the fans, like they don't want to see a loser. Right. Maybe we'll go. I know it, brother. It's <laughs> I wish there could um, be two winners. <laughs> yeah, I wish there could be two winners too, but there there can't. And, you know, I will say coming up into this, this is probably like, I feel like, a, a you know, for the first time going into this match, and, and that's why I've tried to stay off the internet for a while, a lot of fans um, are leaning more in Jordan's favor in the sense of like, they don't think that I can beat her. And I can understand why, because like you said, she is younger. She is stronger. She is faster. She is, um, you know, been a dominant champion and, you know, she is the future and she is the definition of what the, this future is of the, not just the knockouts division, but of women's wrestling as a whole and what this new generation is all about. And I think it's really awesome that I can still, be in this locker room and have these types of matches against women like her um, and test myself. And I've been able to, you know, the, the test even just leading up to this in the last rodeo, like, like some of them were a, a lot more difficult than I anticipated. And I know that this match is going to be my hardest one yet. And so 
um, all I can do is do my best. And I know that Jordan's going to over deliver. She always does. And um, at the end of the night, I guess we're going to see, let the best woman win. And, uh, but I respect you. I really do. And um, we're on the radio now, so we're professionals, but I don't expect, (laughs) I don't expect you to let your, your passion slide one bit while we're out there. And so it's not personal. It's, it's wrestling and it's business and we want to both be champion. And so it's exciting. Regardless of who wins the match, I think the real winners are really going to be the fans because not only is this such a, a big stipulation, it's career versus title, but it's a first time ever. So that's yeah. obviously very important to me. And I think it's just a big match in general is when two wrestlers face each other, especially a match that has been as anticipated as this one. Yeah. Jordan, uh, I know you started in the business young as well as you're a fan of of the business. I remember specific points in my career where I'm staring across the ring at somebody that I grew up watching and I'm like, how the hell did I get here? And it gave me a little bit of butterflies. I wasn't the champion Uh, for you. You're going to be standing across the ring from uh, a pioneer. Everything that she is saying that the business of how you are was stuff that herself, Victoria, Trish Stratus, all Lita all fought fought to do like can you think about your emotions going through this or even like I remember like me I look to my left there's Terry Gordy I look to my right there's Steve Dr. Death Williams and I'm tagging with them you've tagged with Mickey and it's like where in my universe would this ever happen that's exactly my thought whenever whenever something like this happens to me like there's I don't know um an emotion word to like to say that would describe the feeling that you have when you're in the ring with someone that you grew up watching. Um, there, I, I just can't think of a word for it. It's just, it's surreal. You never think it's going to happen. Um, and when it does, it's kind of a dream. It's unbelievable. But then you know, the Jordan, other part, if you win, you're retiring that person. We're never wow. going to see you wrestle again. Oh, but Mickey did that to herself. That's not going to be my fault. <laughs> I did because if I'm going to go out, I want to go out in a blaze of glory. That's all I really wanted was to either prove that I still belong or go out with one of, you know, in the best way that I knew how and make some history on the way out and give the fight of my life on the way out. And so that's what, you know, that's what it's really all about. And I know that you're going to do that, Jordan, because I've, I've seen you. I've watched you. <laughs> I even said, please don't hit me that hard, but I can't even say that going into this match. <laughs> no, it's Tommy, Tommy, I don't hit that hard. So don't, don't, don't do that. Number two, hardest I've ever been hit in the business. <laughs> first one is Lisa. No, no the first one is uh, Taya. <laughs> she stomped me in my stomach and I, I hit very hard. And uh, I farted in my own house for hardcore shows and Billy Gunn refused to tag in. Every time, I'm not having every it. every time Ty stomps me in my chest, I think one of my boobs is gonna pop, literally. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Good a whole other conversation we need to have on Busted <laughs> Open. No, about hits to the chest after what happened with the football player. That's a whole other conversation we need to have going forward. But continue, hard hitters. Uh, <laughs> Jordan, from for me, um, and like Mickey said, you are so young. But like Tommy said, you've been doing it for a long time because you started young. Um, I don't mind saying like I think I I feel 
uh, that in a lot of ways, especially with the 2022 that you've had, uh, that a lot of times you're disrespected and you're overlooked. Like, I think a lot more people should be saying your name when they talk about, you know, some of the greats, especially coming out of this year. And you're you're a two time knockouts champion. Um, like, I do you feel like in some ways that you have been disrespected and have been overlooked? And do you think that maybe this match at Hard to Kill will change a lot of people's perspectives about you? Um, you know, I don't think disrespect is the right word, but I think overlooked might might be more accurate. Um, and honestly, I, I truly think that's just because tribalism in wrestling is so just adamant across the board. Like if people watch WWE, they're very like big on the WWE wrestlers. If they watch AEW, they're very big on the AEW wrestlers. And I just think if people do go out of their way to watch Impact, um, it's very rare. So I don't think that they're going to see me one time and be 100% behind me. Uh, so I can understand that. But at the same time, it does suck to work as hard as you've worked and not be acknowledged completely. You should do this thing where you ask people to acknowledge you. I think it'd be, a, oh, wait, that's right. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Can't do that. <laughs> uh, my personal investment in this this story, uh, and if I could tell Jordan, she has been a sponge since she's come to Impact, and she will always come to me and be like, okay, what do you got? And when that means, it's like, what did I do wrong? And I would tell her, tell her, and she would always correct those things. And I remember, I remember like it was yesterday. She came, I go, nothing, your match was great. And she was like, what? And I go, your match was great. And she had a bit of a tear in her eye. And she's like, you've never not critiqued me. And I said, you did great. That's it. And she gave me like a weird hug and then pushed me away. And she's like, all right, get out of here. But <laughs> like it was, it was special for me, but I've also lived those moments with Mickey. I've lived those moments with both of you. And I look at like Jordan as how, when I looked at Mickey, when Mickey was in her, you know, career path and Jordan's the champion. So, I mean, it's, it's cool for me just to sit back and I know Dave, you're going to be there live as well, but I mean, this is just uh, my personal history with the two women that are fighting. And it's uh, I don't want to see Mickey it's I'm up in the air. Cause I don't want to see Mickey lose, but I also, don't want to see Jordan not represent the company. It's it's a hard, hard decision to make um, for everybody. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to be sitting in those booking meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's across the like the when I was saying on the you know, there's a lot of people going like uh, they're, they're pulling for both of us in a way because it's like they don't want to see me retire, but they also really respect Jordan as a champion. So they're very torn. Um, and I get it. And I think that's why it's the perfect bookend to the last rodeo. And it's the, uh, you know, it's been a journey to even get here and you can't take away what Jordan has done in the meantime, as like, I've, tr I've worked my way back up the top and we were talking earlier about just jumping in and getting a title shot. And when I first came back, I'm, I mean, I didn't, but I, I could have been more adamant about going straight for the title. And I, but I wanted to prove myself and prove that I still belong against all those, every girl in the locker room to, to earn my shot at the championship. And so now to have it and going in this match, like, I, you know, you're saying you're getting ready to go to the gym and I'm just like, I know how hard you train and I've been training hard for me, you know, to go into this match. And I just, um, I want you to know that I do stalk you 
on Instagram <laughs> and, you know, just to kind of see where you're at and what you're doing. And every time I'm like, damn it, and push myself a little bit harder. So I appreciate that you you've been motivating me and I feel really good. Um, and I think no matter what happens to go into 2023 with this match and no matter what happens, it's going to predict my journey for the rest of the year and your journey for the rest of the year. But either way, it's going to be awesome, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, I have to I have to work hard. I have to train hard because I have to go in there looking at least half as good as you. Oh, stop it. No, that's what <laughs> I was like. I have to stand next to Jordan. This is bullshit. Hold on. Let me get get my waist a little higher. Hold on. <laughs> I was I could be I the special ref and make you both look better. Are you going to put stripes on instead of spots? Or are you oh going to do God, spots? I would look so much fatter in stripes. Holy cow. <laughs> Jordan, let me ask you this vertical, really quick. Though, they're slimming. Oh, yeah, they're slimming. All right. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, one quick question, because then I, and, and again, thank you for your time, because I know you're on a schedule, so we appreciate it. But one last question for me, you know, you've been involved in some great matches, especially with Impact. You were you tagged with Jazz and her, you know, last match against Fire and Flava. Like, where do you rate this match that's coming up on the 13th as far as like you, the most important matches in your career so far? Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be uh, number one for sure. Like it's for the title. It's against Mickey James. Um, I mean, it's definitely going to be number one for sure. I'm, I'm training super hard. Uh, just the opportunity to get to wrestle someone like Mickey James is something I never thought I would be able to do in my life. And to be doing that representing impact as champion is just unimaginable to me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the time. I can't Thank wait you, to see this match on the 13th. I'm glad that you guys, you know, Dave, wait, I have a question. I'm sorry. Can I just say one thing Go to ahead. both? Yes. All right. January 14th. You wake the up. The day after. You wake <laughs> up. Um, Mickey, challenger goes first. What's up? I'm the champion. Okay. Jordan. I'm still the champion, um, and I go to the gym and have my day like I always do. Okay. Thank you, David. All right. Thank you, uh, Jordan. Thank you for the time. Appreciate it, and good luck on the 13th. Thank all three of you. I'll see you on the 13th. Thank you, Jordan. I'm right. looking forward to it. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.